The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. To get started this hour, the TAC has teamed up with a number of other bodies and the state government to release the annual used car safety ratings. And it's just come out today, hot off the press, and on the line to talk about it, we've got Nick McGay, who is the manager of the TAC's Media and Communications. Nick, good morning. Good morning, Mitchell. Good to have you back. Well, this uh, yearly thing that comes out, the used car safety ratings, talk to us about it. What's the idea behind it? How important is it? Yep. So, as you said, it's an annual release of uh, an assessment of all the uh, safety aspects of uh, the used cars available in the Australian market. Um, We watch it with keen interest because we know there are thousands upon thousands of used cars bought in Victoria every year and we know just exactly how important vehicle safety is, particularly in recent years and will become um, how, how important vehicle safety is in not only preventing crashes, but um, mitigating the circumstances when um, you are find yourself in a crash. Um, and so the use, as you said at the outset, it's a, um, a collaborative effort um, nationwide and in Victoria, it involves the Department of Transport, um, the Monashuni Accident Research Centre and the RACV, um, all with the best interest, obviously, to getting safer vehicles on the road. Um, yeah. When I was in the sort of lower end of the used car market, um, when I was sort of just starting out, and I'm not that old, but it was a little while ago now, um, there was a big focus on things, you know, like having the uh, the ABS braking, and a lot of cars in the used car market didn't have that. Has the used car market fundamentally changed in that today a lot of these very basic features are in all of the cars now because they're newer? It has. That's the beauty of... Um, uh, um of of progressing, I guess, technology. Um, So AEB, auto emergency braking, uh, blind spot monitoring. I know my car's got um, got little lights on the uh, rear vision mirrors on each side uh, which sort of flash uh, when someone's in your blind spot. I find that incredibly useful. Um, Electronic stability control and, of course, um, they're not as sexy as some of the uh, other technological advances, but front side curtain and knee airbags are absolutely critical, particularly with stuff like brain injuries. Um, and there's a yeah, there's a whole range of things. Mitchell, that certain cars have some have more than others. Lane departure warnings, lane keep assist, uh, which are really good for long drives if you you know might be uh, feeling the effects of fatigue to get you back on, and a reminder to perhaps take a break. Uh, Seatbelt warnings, reversing sensors. Yeah, there's um. Yeah, it, as, as you said, um, from perhaps when you and I were in the market, um, there's a feast of options. Are any of those uh, sort of nice-to-haves but not sort of really you should have them? Or is the TAC saying that if you're buying a, a used car, you should be really making sure that you've got all of those features? To put it bluntly, buy the safest car you can afford. <laughs> that sounds like a cop-out, but it really is. Um, it recognises the fact that not everyone can go out and get... Uh, you know, the latest whiz-bang, um, top-of-the-range safety-rated car, but um, even just having a couple of these things is a lot better than not prioritising them for a uh, vehicle that hasn't got um, as good a safety rating. Um, and, you know, there is a lot. Um, I think this year there was about 290 models analysed and giving a, uh, given a star rating out of five. Um, and that's based on protecting the driver and, as I said before, um, less injuries to other road users and, they have, and the risk of actually being involved in a crash. And, Are there any you know, 
I wanted to ask, are there any particular brands or makes or whatever that yes. models that shine through as being particularly good on safety but also good value for money for those that are trying to get into the car market? Yeah, well, there's a range of them. Um, uh, the prices do vary, but the best performing vehicles um, in this current, <coughs> excuse me, round of uh, ratings, uh, Subaru's got a couple, the Impreza uh, from 2012 to 2016, um, and the Subaru Liberty, um, 2009 to 2014, Ford Cougar, Hyundai, Santa Fe, Mitsubishi Outlander, and Volvo. So they were the best performing uh, Volvo XC90, sorry. Um, there's a lot of Volvo, so I've got to be specific with that. Um, so there's, yeah, across the range of manufacturers, they've all lifted their game and all have something at certain price points. Um, and I think the best thing for people to do is to go to um, housesafevisuecar.com.au, which, um, you know, if you do a search for any of those I just mentioned, you can have a look at um, how that compares with what your budget is. Um and the new, the, the site's been refreshed. I think I spoke about this a while back. Um, you can put in your own Rego now as well and see how that stacks up. Hmm. What is interesting, just you mentioned Volvo, the XC90, and I see here the date range is 2003 to 2015. So I suppose with some of them, you can go back a long way and still have a relatively safe vehicle. I mean, a car from 2003, almost 20 years old, whereas some of them, uh, it says here, you've got to buy a car, you know, as recent as 2012 or 2015 in order to get all the safety benefits. Yeah, well, you might recall growing up, um, Mitchell, everyone who had a Volvo was considered a bit of a safety nerd. <laughs> they, were, yes. well, they were well ahead of their time. Um, that's maybe a little bit ugly. <laughs> Certainly prettier now, but um, there's a good reason, I think, why uh, some of the model, early models of Volvo still stack up. Yeah. I remember the TAC ad campaign from a while back where, you know, and I've mentioned this to you before, that people are buying the new car and people are interested in, you know, whether it's got cup holders or um, whether it comes in pink, all these other features. And the uh, campaign, I think, was around trying to change that conversation to make people ask about safety features. Are people increasingly asking about the safety features of the vehicles now or are we still superficial and looking at the stylistic aspects? Well, look, we do research every year on, um, I think we survey about a 1,000, I think. Yeah, God, I better check that. But a lot of um, licensed drivers of all ages, and it's all split, the results. And look, people, the, the number of people who are um, prioritising safety has increased year on year. Um, but it is worrying, um, even though that has increased, um, as a comparison against things like, um, you know, um, in-car technology like Bluetooth, um, a lot of people are still prioritising that. So still some work to go, um, but um, I'd like to think some of these um, public health campaigns have um, resonated, particularly with, um, I mean, younger drivers have never been more um, mentored and, and, and had to go through um, as much uh, learning and practice as ever. So um, it's a generational change, and I think a lot of parents now, realise that um, putting their youngsters in a bomb um, uh, is setting them up for, you know, an incredible risk of something catastrophic happening. Um, yeah. And it's funny, it's, uh, that we should be talking about this. Um, I'm showing my age now. My son just got his L plates. So I'll be firmly looking at how safe is your car um, over the coming years um, to give him the best possible um, safety when he hits the road. Well, yeah, I was heading home last night behind a P plater and um, it was probably about a 15-year-old car, but they were all over the road and uh, no indicator, that sort of thing. And yeah, I mean, that's, I suppose, irony that the P People that perhaps need the safest cars end up in the most dangerous cars. That's the way the society works. 
I guess armchair observation is based on a little bit of statistics is um, we are seeing less and less young people um, represented in road trauma. Um, a lot of it has been middle-aged males. But, um, and I, I, I think it's sort of reflective of the fact that we have known for some time that less experience obviously equals more risk. So you really want to make that generational change. But as we know, at every age level, there's going to be some outliers and... Um, they're the ones we need to reach. For our more mature listeners or people that are looking at the mid to the higher end of the used car market, can you feel somewhat safe if you're, say, buying a car that's two, three or four years old? Can you feel safe that, yes, that's always going to have the safety features in it? Or are there still some newer cars that are slipping through with um, subpar safety features? Yeah, look, unfortunately, you can't just assume that a new car is going to have all the safety features. Um, look, a lot of work's being done um, to lobby. You know, we continue lobbying car manufacturers as do state and federal governments. Um, and there are some regulations now um, in place to prevent dangerous cars entering the market. Um, and when I say legislation, just mandating particular um, technologies to be included. Um, but that doesn't always... Um, stack up when they're tested against ANCAP. So it does pay to do a bit of research um, if you're going to prioritise safety. So the best place to go is howsafeisyourcar.com.au. Is that right? That uh, gives you all the information? Correct, and that'll include the updated data from this year. Excellent. So you can just put in your rego, or I'm guessing they make the model in the year, and it um, lets you know how safe it is. And I mean, that is the point that the TSC's made. I think is if you're weighing up between two cars and you know similar price, similar features, it could be the one that's just slightly safer that puts you over the edge into buying that one. Yeah, particularly, and it's just becoming even more um, uh, more prevalent, Mitchell. We we banged on about, or we still do, but. You know, drink driving, drug driving, fatigue, mobile phone use. Um, but safer vehicles are increasingly, just as we see trauma lowering, which is great, um, you're sort of working on the margins then and then you're looking at other measures and safer vehicles sort of have really become uh, really elevated, I guess, as behaviours become better. Well, thanks very much for being on the program. appreciate it and uh, we'll talk to you again next month. Yeah, great to be with you again. Thanks, Mitchell. Thank you, Nick McGay, with us there, the manager of media and communications at the TAC. The website is howsafeisyourcar.com.au. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.